there is just a black cloud just hanging over um, the podcast here. And it, it's just, it's so, like, so not good here right now. Um, not really talking weather-wise, like, it's snowing or whatever, but, um, it's just, man, just sad news. Like, I try to keep the podcast kind of upbeat, I mean, as much as I can and be passionate about what I'm talking about. Um, but man, we, we lost a legend. We, we lost a superhero. Like, we've always been told that superheroes aren't supposed to die, and we lost, absolutely lost a real life superhero yesterday. Um, on November 12th, um, we lost Stan Lee, which is the co-creator of Marvel and so many comics. Um, from the Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, um, Daredevil, Punisher, um, and the the list goes on and on. Like, there's a huge list of everything that he's just created. And, um, like, it's gone around on Facebook a couple of times. That have been hoaxes or whatever, or people trying to fish or this or that, and uh, you know I I seen it on Facebook and I was like, you know people really need to stop screwing around and it's it's not funny it's not funny to joke about that. And my wife had told me she goes it it's true and I'm like, well I know it's true it's not funny to joke about that she goes no it it's true this time and I'm like, no way so. I checked various news outlets, and they had obviously confirmed one of my um, worst feelings that, in fact, he had actually passed at the age of 95. And I'm just like, wow. You know, I I sat there, and I, I just processed, like, what the world just lost. Um, for all of us geeks, us nerds, are us comic book junkies, us Marvel junkies, not even, you don't even have to be a Marvel fan, um, you know, the whole Marvel versus DC thing, um, just kind of really takes a backseat to this, and it's just, it's unfortunate, and like, you don't realize that the impact that Stanley had or had had on people's lives. He's impacted my life. Uh, I grew up like very young kid, um, element, like elementary school age. Um, a nerd, a geek, a dork. I was labeled all of that as being a kid. Um, I was bullied, I was picked on, I was beat up every day. Uh, I was maybe, I was maybe like 60, 70 pounds. Um, soaking wet if I was lucky. I uh, wore corduroy pants majority of the time with my shirt tucked in and suspenders. 
I had speech development problems, I had a lisp, I had a speech impediment. Um, instead of saying snow, I'd say toe. I still struggle with that to this day. Um, I had a form of dyslexia that went undiagnosed, that went untreated with therapy, and didn't really know it until like we would have to read aloud like we'd have an assigned book and we'd have to read aloud to the class and I couldn't do it because the words would move around on me grew up in a broken home um there was uh various amounts of abuse and uh various abusive acts in the house as I was growing up and eventually my mom had had enough and divorced and had to work multiple jobs, keep a roof over our head and food on the table, lights on. And I very much felt that was my fault. Like being a little kid, I thought that was my fault. Like I had done something drastically wrong and this and that. And, um, I had a lot of backlash for just just like all the stress she normally didn't have to deal with um and then my reading issue and my issues at school of me getting bullied and beat up and just ridiculed and all all of this um you know I would get punished a lot like oh you're just you're just causing all of this because you know you want attention or this or that And I'm like, no, you, you know, it's not, that's not the case. And so one day she's like, you know what? Uh, this, you know, this is something like, this is all you're getting for your birthday or for Christmas or something. And uh, threw an X-Men, X-Men comic down on the table. And I read it front to back and the words didn't move around. I don't know if it was just like they were like smaller blocks or if it was the actual like styling of the letters. But I could read them. They didn't move around. And I read it front to back. And I was telling her the story of the X-Men and all of this. And how they're getting their powers at a certain age. And how they're like outcasts and all of this stuff. Because they're different. And I'm very much different. And I, I'm very much an outcast. You know, I could very well relate to that story in X-Men. And she's like, holy crap. You, I'm like, this, this is why I've been saying. Like, I'm not acting up. I, I literally can't read the book because the words move around and went into therapy and all all of this and speech therapy and um I mean still got bullied still got beat up but um it, it started me on a path of being a nerd and the the bigger story was without Stan Lee and some of his creations uh, it would very much not have delivered the message to me that it's okay to be who you are it's okay to be what you're into um I probably wouldn't be doing this I probably wouldn't be as passionate about the things I am passionate about in life and a lot of that happens to be like video game pop culture and 
and uh, like computer stuff and just like things that would be considered nerdy, geeky stuff. And so, you know, I get the news that unfortunately he passed and it's always in the comic books that the heroes never die, right? That superheroes never die. And Stan Lee was very much a real life superhero. And I'm in my, I'm like processing all of this. And my wife's like, you know, are you, are you going to be all right? And I'm like, I just looked at her. I'm like, no, like I'm not. Like I, I'm being honest. I am not going to be all right. And she's well. Well, why? And I, I told her the whole story. I just told you guys like everything I went through and how his creations helped me. Um, helped me be able to read help me realize it's okay to be who I am and it's okay to be a nerd it's okay to be a dork it's okay to be a geek it may not be the easiest path but the best paths are never easy and you know all all of these things like and she's like wow like I'm like I'm I'm not going to be okay. Like I'm not going to be okay for a while. Yeah, I I'll be okay eventually, but I'm just like you know, I'm just wow, I'm tore up. You know, just tore, just tore up. And it's like you know, real superheroes, they're just they're not supposed to die and Stan Lee was very much that real life superhero to many of us um, whether you've gone uh, probably a majority of us have gone and watched at least one Marvel film whether it's X-Men or Captain America or the Avengers or Infinity War Infinity War was insanely popular it was actually pretty good but um, that's all due in part to Stan Lee And I'm just like, man, you know, it's going to be weird seeing him because you know he's going to do a cam- he's done cameos in other films, um, in Captain Marvel because that's coming out soon in Avengers Four. Um, they have confirmed that his cameo is already shot prior to his death, so he's not going to be CGI'd in, um. And I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, the fact that they've brought in the whole CGI thing to begin with. It, does it work in some films? Yeah, it. It really it does. Like, if you watch Rogue One, um, they had an actor in there that was CGI'd in. Uh, that you know, unfortunately, is no longer with us. But they CGI'd him in. And I'm like, eh, you know, it's cool to see their likeness there, but at the same time, it's not them. Like, we know it's not them. And is it right to use somebody's likeness after they've passed? So, I like, moving forward with Marvel films, uh, future films of whatever they may be whether they're a thor or an iron man or a captain america or another avengers film um after these two are out said and done with um because both of his cameos are already filmed like 
Captain Marvel is pretty much ready to go. Like, it's coming out shortly. Uh, Avengers form, Avengers 4, I still believe, is being filmed or worked on filming. Um, so, like, after those two, what what's going to happen after that? Like, what are they going to do? Are they, You know, is there going to be even a reason for him to be in there? Um, and it's just, it, it brings up that whole debate. I, I really don't know how to feel about it. But, man, it it's just like my soul got ripped out when I got that news. And uh, I had put this thing on, on my personal Facebook page last night sitting in the parking lot waiting to go into work. Um, I, it took me like 20 minutes, and I just I let it all fly of like how I was feeling. And that's not really something I do. I don't normally express my feelings. I don't normally show my feelings. Uh, I was very much raised as like, you know, guys don't cry, um, just throw some dirt on it, that type of thing. And uh, I very much like, I don't think my my immediate family, like my wife and my daughter have ever seen me cry. I'm not one of those like touchy-feely type people. Um, I don't, I don't hug. I don't like being hugged. Um, I just, it's just the way I am. And I mean, I was like literally sitting in my chair crying, like just uncontrollably crying. Uh, just like a huge, just like weight of sorrow just hit me. And like, wow, you like, you don't under, you don't understand, like how much that person and their creations meant to me and continue to mean something to me and continue to inspire me and I continue to get enjoyment from their creations. Like, other people are obviously working on them now and doing them, but I'm just like, man, you know, there's going to be a huge void that can never be filled. Um, it, and it's un, it's unfortunate, but it is a part of life. Death is an inevitability of living. Of that, it's just, that's the, that's part of the stipulation on the contract of life. And uh, my wife's like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss seeing him in films and this and that. Like, that's where she knows him from. That's the connection she has to him and his creations and all of this. And um, earlier this year, we did go to a Comic-Con, not the Comic-Con. We went to Motor City Comic-Con. Um, and she got to see, like, some of the pop culture stuff and, like, experience that and get her feet wet. And um, I'm like, you know, it's nothing like the big one. is like I would love to go to the big one, the main one, the San Diego Comic-Con. And uh, maybe someday, maybe someday I'll be lucky enough to be able to acquire tickets. But I'm like, man, you know, it's just... I wish I would... It's like that, that one regret is I wish I would have had the opportunity to meet him. Um, and just thank him. You know, thank him for allowing me to live and pay me and let me know it's okay to be who I am. Um, even though I'm sure he's heard it thousands and thousands and thousands of times over his career and all that. But man, just to... 
just to be there, you know, just to be in his presence. Oh. And he'll be missed. He'll be greatly missed. He'll be... There'll never... There'll never be a duplicate Stan Lee. There'll never be anyone that can possibly remotely come close to filling his void uh, that he's left behind in his passing. And it just, it sucks. It really, really sucks. And uh, I got asked today, by the way, if you know how I was holding up. And I told her I'm not holding up very well. I'm just, I'm not. Of that, it's going to be a little bit. And there's no real time frame I can put on it of like, oh, it's going to be, you know, 48 hours or 72 hours. It's just got to work itself out. And uh, just, man, just just bummed. You know, just really bummed. But I wish I wish this episode was longer. I wish it was more upbeat. I wish there was like fun, exciting stuff to share. But sometimes this is the the reality of doing this stuff is that things aren't aren't always cheery and whatnot. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate each and every one of you. And don't stop being who you are. You know, don't don't listen to the hate train. Um, that is the one thing I've learned through my comics, you know, through reading my comics and all of that is don't listen to hate train. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Don't don't listen to people that are trying to change you. Just stay on your path. Your path may not be the easiest. Just stay on your path, and great things will happen. Rewards will happen, and life will be more fulfilling. Trust me on that. But until the next episode, guys, I'm Bandit. And I'm signing off.